The old renaissance is the new renaissance. Standing on tradition while embracing the spirit of distinction. This is the Harlem Brewing Company. Uniquely crafted beer brewed to deliver a taste, a sound, and a feeling that can only be described in one way. Harlem style. So come and take a trip on the A-Train with our Harlem Sugar Hill Golden Ale and our Harlem Renaissance Whip Beer, the neighborhood original. Sponsored by Harlem Beer Distributing North Carolina. For more information, log on to their website at harlembeernc.com. This is the HBCU Football Daily Podcast for today, Monday, November 28th. I'm Donald Ware. I hope you had a wonderful Thanksgiving, a wonderful Thanksgiving weekend. Enjoy time with family, etc. And uh, let's get to things as they pertain to week 13 in HBCU football. You had three games that were played on Turkey Day in the Turkey Day Classic. Alabama State upset by Arkansas Pine Bluff 19 to 14. So Alabama State finishes its season six and five. And if you're Alabama State, and meanwhile, Arkansas Pine Bluff, only one win in the SWAC. Again, Doc Gamble dismissed about uh what about three, three or four weeks ago or so. And if you're Alabama State, this is not the way you want to end your season, particularly at home in the Turkey Day Classic. 14,000 there in Montgomery falling to a team that, um, you know, fought. I mean, I'm going to you got to give the Golden Lions some credit Fought, able to score uh, Kayvon Britton's 14 yard touchdown run with uh, with 49 seconds remaining put Arkansas Pine Bluff ahead for good and give Britain a lot of credit 160 yards he had three rushing touchdowns on the day was the workhorse 28 uh, carries on the day and just not a good day uh, for Alabama State who um, Eddie Robinson in his first year um, I mean it was a it was a it was a solid season but man that, that that's just not the way that you want to end the season if you're Eddie Robinson and Alabama State. We had two other football games. Again, we, we you know, we talked about why Florida AM did not make it to the FCS uh, playoffs. And there were some really good FCS games, playoff games, um, as a matter of fact, but you know, obviously no participation from HBCUs. It was Benedict falling to Wingate 23 to 6 in the second round. Of the Division II playoffs, remember Benedict got the bye in the first round, number one seed, and it really wasn't even close. It was a dominating performance defensively by Wingate. Still, very good season, no question about it, for Benedict. I mean, a great season, but like most of our schools, especially when we get in the playoffs, you see the differences between our schools and some of the non-HBCUs a lot of times. And this was another case, unfortunately. I mean, you're talking about a clean sweep, really, of HBCUs in the playoffs this year with Fayetteville State falling, Virginia Union falling, 
and now Benedict also falling. Um, I think when you look at Fayetteville State, I mean, Fayetteville State had nothing to lose, right? Going into that one, uh, wasn't even, I, th- I think, what, ranked 10th in the week previous to the final rankings of the Division II uh, rankings. Uh, maybe, I mean, was fortunate to get in the playoffs, I'll put it like that. Uh, Virginia Union, only one loss during the regular season, hosted a home game against this very Wingate team, and, uh, and, it, and it really wasn't close. And now you look at Benedict, who was the number one seed. Okay, so Wingate goes on the road two straight weeks against HBCUs and wins. So, you know, we got to figure out, we, we got to figure out a way. I mean, I, and I'm, not, you know, I'm not taking anything away from Wingate. I mean, it's a tough team in the sack. That's a very, very tough conference. But particularly if you're a team like Benedict and you've had the season that you've had and you've beaten some some tough opponents, um, you know, a little bit surprising to see, uh, especially in the manner, 23 to 6. And it's not a close football game, particularly that the game was at home. So no success in postseason for HBCUs this year when you're talking about in the playoffs. And it brings up another uh, interesting point Wow, what would Jackson State have looked like had Jackson State been able to participate in the FCS playoffs? Now, undefeated to this point, got one more football game. We'll talk about the championship game and the opponent, which will take place next week. But that Jackson State team, very, very good. I would have loved to have seen what Jackson State would have looked like in the FCS playoffs. But, of course, when you're talking about the SWAC, the SWAC has the automatic bid to the Celebration Bowl. And now, of course, we saw where FAMU last year was able to get the at-large berth, uh, but not the case this year. In the final game in New Orleans on Saturday, Southern defeating Grambling 34-17. to Big second half for Southern turned up, just turned it up defensively on the young quarterback for Grambling, Grambling was hanging tough. Good, close football game. Grambling, or Southern turned it up defensively in the second half. And so now you're going to have a rematch from a game we saw, what, maybe three weeks or a month ago or so between Jackson State and uh, Southern. And that should be, you know, Jackson State is so talented. That That's that's the thing. Like, I think when you look at, at Southern, it's a solid football team. Jackson State is so good. They're good and talented. I think that's an uphill climb for Southern. But, of course, we'll break it down a little bit more throughout the course of the week um, as, of course, we'll have the uh, game of the week on the Friday's edition of the HBCU Football Daily Podcast. But, again, I would have loved to have seen Jackson State in that uh, in the playoffs. And I, I mean, I guess there's nothing you can really do uh, uh, about it. Obviously the money, uh, when you're talking about the celebration bowl and I mean, there's just, it's just more high profile. You're talking about the game being on ABC, all of those things. FCS playoffs does not have that. It does not afford that opportunity, but what an opportunity it does afford is to be able to play nationally against all teams and fight perhaps for a national championship. Um, we won't get to see that. We probably won't get to see it uh, at all anytime soon, particularly with uh, the Celebration Bowl where it is. But I'm going to be looking forward to seeing that SWAC championship game on next week. And we'll talk about that more throughout the course of the week here on the HBCU Football Daily 
podcast. So no polls uh, this week, no polls this week um, for uh, uh, coaches or media polls uh, this week with the limited number of games that were played. So that's wrapping up for today's HBCU Football Daily Podcast. Of course, you can find us on our website at BoxToRow.com. And for more information, you can check us out, BoxToRow.com. You can also listen to the HBCU Football Daily Podcast at iHeartMedia.com or wherever you get your podcasts as well as on the Box2Row YouTube page. Enjoy the rest of your day.